Adam here from Next Level Radio. I had the fantastic opportunity to speak with Morris Levy, one of the producers of the new film Affluenza, starring Ben Rosenfeld, Greg Sulkin, Nicola Peltz, and Grant Gustin. Definitely make sure you go check out this movie. I'll tell you what, if you can, go online and uh, watch the trailer. It looks really good. Morris has done some fantastic stuff in the past, so definitely check it out. Opens in theaters July 11th. And also make sure you follow the movie on Twitter for updates at Affluenza Film. I want you to make sure you also subscribe to us on iTunes so you can download all our podcasts and guest spotlights and take them on the go with you. You can also stream them online as well as check out blogs from all our on-air staff. Find out when our live shows air as well as stream previous shows and guest spotlights as well. It's nextlevelradioonline.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at NXT Level Radio and like us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash nextlevelradioonline. Again, I want to thank you for tuning in and check out Affluenza in theaters starting July 11th. If you want to hear a recap of this interview, then make sure you listen to the showcast with myself and co-host Ben Beck July 13th. If you missed it, you can podcast it or stream it on our website. Don't worry. Well, that's enough talk. Let's get to the interview. Thanks again. Welcome to another Next Level Radio guest spotlight. I'm your host, Adam Gorey. Tonight's guest is here to talk about his new film, which opens this Friday, July 11th. It's a film about a young photographer who moves to wealthy Long Island in the summer of 2008 and gets caught up in the intoxicating temptations of money, sex, and privilege. Joining me on the Next Level Radio Hotline, please welcome the producer of Affluenza, Morris Levy. Morris, how you doing? Good, Adam. Thanks. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I, it's, uh, I'm really appreciative that you uh, took the time to give us a call. The film, like I said, releases this Friday. So for anyone who may be uh, listening who isn't familiar with the film or maybe hasn't seen the trailer quite yet, first off, I recommend seeing the trailer. It looks really good. Um, could you tell us a little yeah. more about it? Sure. It's um, basically... Um Sort of a great Gatsby film generation. Um, it was set in 2008, right before the financial crisis hit. And it's about, um, uh, you know, a young um, guy from the Midwest who comes uh, to spend some time with his uh, aunt and uncle and family uh, in Great Neck, um, Long Island, uh, which uh, is a very wealthy area, very, very well-known area, sort of like the Beverly Hills East. Mm-hmm. And um, he gets caught up in... Um, and money, the glamour, the sex, the, the drugs, and everything, and uh, and he ends up becoming accepted uh, into the whole um, the whole big scheme, and you know what takes place, what goes on, and and how um, you know the financial crisis uh, you know hits, and how um, you know everything, everybody reacts, and what happens to the uh, that whole um, wealthy, wealthy society. Yeah, yeah and I so think it really. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say, I think Great no, Gatsby is a it good. It really does. Fa- a good comparison. Yeah, it really does follow along the Great Gatsby, but it, but it is a, it's definitely for young generation. And, um, you know, there's some, there's some, there's some other, um, you know, uh, stuff in there that uh, moves away from the Gatsby, but some stuff that moves towards it. So it's it's very interesting. Right. And uh, was was any part of the film um, based about anybody in particular from true life experiences, or is it is it complete fiction? Well, you know, it's funny. Um, the director Kevin Ash. Um, it was asked that question at one of the screenings, and he does t- take some of that from his, um, you know, growing up uh, in the suburb there. So um, I would say some of it um, uh, is, is uh, f- uh, fictionalized, and some of it's uh, nonfiction. So a lot of it um, has to do with the way he saw things growing up, uh, you know, in and around. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say because I mean, it, it does, you know, it does seem like one of those films that could happen, especially you know today's, and I guess. You know, I'm only 27, so I can't really 
speak <laughs> for today's youth, but it, it just seems like, um, you know, the, there is this area, especially amongst wealthy youth that uh, of this, like, um, you know, privilege and maybe a little bit of sense of, uh, I don't know, entitlement maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's true. If you, if you look, uh, you know, I guess the, the world is becoming much more entitled. It's a different way uh, of living, you know, with, with the internet and the social media and things like that, you know, there is a lot more sense of entitlement, you know, back uh, in the day, you know, when our parents or we grew up, you know, it was uh, much more, you know, grinding it out, right. being, you know, in, in service industries. You know, everybody was out there pounding the pavement. Today, people are sitting on their computers and trying to make a living off their computers. And, you know, the parents today, I think, are much more um, involved in their kids' lives. When I grew up, you know, I, I went, I, played, I drove my bike, I played Little League, I played sports after school. My parents weren't, you know, at every single game. And, and involved in every little thing, and today uh, it seems like the parents are at every game, all these travel leagues and things like that. They're involved in, so you know, it also, you know, um, uh, you know, doesn't you know doesn't help the situation today with the with the kids as much. So they're much more involved. So you know, I think the kids become more entitled with all that stuff uh, surrounding them. Yeah, and plus everybody now wins a medal <laughs> when when they're in little league and everything like that. Everybody gets a trophy. It's a, it's a, it, it, it's uh, it's uh, it's so true and it's unbelievable. It's like uh, I went to my daughter's graduation of high school and uh, they showed a page where they with the awards were given out. There must have been like seventy awards. I'm like, Jesus! I went to school, they gave out two or three awards. It was like seventy awards. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah. Like... So yes, it, it's, it's 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 definitely a, a different society, and um, you know the kids are definitely I think um, have become more entitled. Not not their fault at all. No, just, yeah, you know, it's just kind of how society has, I guess, I mean, you could call it evolving, you know, I mean, society, just, I guess it's more of a change and an evolution, but, um, I mean, it, I mean, it just looking at how things were 50 years ago was probably completely different how they were 50 years before that. So, I mean, and 50 years from now, it'll be something different too. So it's just kind of how That's society true. has gone. So, uh, yeah. No, no question about it. No what, question about it. what kind of release is the film? Is it a nationwide? Is it a little bit on demand? It's, it's a nationwide. We're opening up um, in New York uh, this Friday, uh, uh, July 11th, um, and we'll be going out um, day and date. So we'll be opening on VOD also, um, you know, the same day as theatrical. And then on July 18th, uh, we'll open up in LA, and then uh, the f- two, for the couple weeks following that, it'll be Miami, uh, you know, Houston, Orlando, Chicago, uh, Cleveland, Detroit. So. Uh, the rest of the you know country, so it'll be about ten of the bigger cities, and we'll go from there. Okay, so it's a little bit limited at first, but eventually working its way to to nationwide. Yeah, we we hope so, but the, first, the, the it'll be um the, we we're definitely opening in, te- in, in in ten major cities over the next uh, two three weeks. And is we'll uh is Philadelphia one of them by any chance? Yeah, Philly Philly will be also yes. Okay, cool. Because yeah, uh, our station's pretty. Uh, I'm in Allentown, but. Uh, my co-host uh, lives in Philadelphia, and I'm often traveling down there. So it's definitely something uh, I want to check out because, um, you know, you've in the past worked with a lot of really good actors, including uh, Paul Rudd, John Hamm, Cuba Gooding Jr., Rosario Dawson, and Jessica Alba. Yeah. Um, what was it about right. some of the young talent in, in Affluenza that kind of stuck out when they were cast? I mean, I know you've worked with uh, Nicola Peltz uh, before in Harold, uh, but even right. like uh, someone yeah. like Grant Gustin, uh, you know, and the rest of the cast, they're, they're obviously very talented, not just from, you know, this film, but what, you know, their work prior to this film. Yeah, you know, it's a good point you brought up, um, you know, when, it's funny because when, 
when I cast Nicola and Harold, yeah, she was, was maybe she was uh, 10, 11, 12 years old. I can't remember. And she was so talented. Right. I was watching her. And she came, and she loved to be on set. And she was working. And I and I and I, I told some agents in, in, in Hollywood. I said, "You got to look at this this actress. She's 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 very talented. She's great. You know." And everybody hears the same thing from people. But you know, once they took a look at her, you know, she ended up getting signed on pretty quickly. And um, you know, her career is, has taken off. And she's a, she's a great talent. Um, as far as the other guys, as as you could see, you know, um, from Greg and Grant and Ben, where their careers went in the last, you know, twelve to twenty-four months. I mean, Ben Rosenfeld, who's a was just a phenomenal actor. You know, has a, a a wonderful recurring role on Boardwalk Empire as mm-hmm. Nucky Thompson's nephew, and he's just fantastic. And then if you look at Grant Gustin, you know, going from Glee to 90210, he just landed the DC comic character. Um, the Flash. Yeah, I'm actually really WB looking is, forward to that because. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, watch and the, w, and the WB's pick. Okay, no, I was just gonna say I watch uh, Arrow, which is also on uh, on the CW, which is about the Green Arrow, and they had Grant on for a couple episodes to kind of get you ready for the spinoff of the Flash. And I mean, it, like you had mentioned with him being on Glee and 90210, and then going to the Flash. I mean, it it really flexes his acting muscles. You know what I mean? I mean, they're two completely different roles. No, no question about it. So you know that's that's premiering in the fall. So that's a big role. Uh, of course, Nicola now is just coming off of Transformers, uh, where she played um, you know you know the female lead opposite Mark Wahlberg. Right. Um, so she got that. And then um, if you look at Greg, uh, I mean Greg coming off of Wizards of, Wizards of Waverly Place, Pretty Little Liars, he landed a, a, a the leading role in a show called Faking It for MTV, and that just got renewed for another for the second season. So. All the four leads are like, are like have really done incredibly well. So um, yeah, so it's a, it's a, it's you know a little bit luck on our part, but a little <laughs> bit of talent and our director for casting them. And so um, you know they're they're all great actors, and they, and their careers are going to go a long way, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, I I think you know when when you look back at it, maybe five or or ten years from now, having those four in the same film, I think people are going to look at that as maybe kind of like a steal. You know what I mean? Like getting those yep, four yeah. of that level of that yep, caliber in the same movie. It's it's true. But you know what's funny? You know, at, at some of the screens we went to, it seems like the interest also really comes towards Steve Gutenberg. Because right. everybody is like, you know, we had a screening last night, and they're like, wow, I can't believe Steve Gutenberg was in the film. Like, it seems like, you know, uh, people looking forward to seeing Steve also. So it's, yeah. it's funny. <laughs> and and uh, Nicola actually filmed Transformers after this film, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got, she had, um, had got cast for it. God, I would say at least six months after our film was completed. Wow. So she's been busy. <laughs> so it was, it was after. I mean, we had, we had no, we had no idea. All these actors. I mean, Ben, as far as Boardwalk Empire guy, cast it later. Same with Grant with the Flash. Same with Greg with, uh, with faking it. All of them were cast way after, and we had no clue where they were going next. So it was like, um. It just worked out. It worked out well for us. Yeah, and the fact that I think uh, Transformers, the fact that it released a couple weeks ago, I think will will actually help this movie because, you know, uh, Nicola might not have been quite on people's radar until maybe Transformers, being such a blockbuster film that it was. And now that she's on people's radar, I think people are going to be looking for her, looking for other movies that she's in, and they're going to see this. They're going to see that's coming out, you know, this week, and I think that's really going to help it. I, I do too, and um, I think I'll be pleasantly surprised because in this film, um. You know, you know, she really, she, you know, really tests her acting chops because yeah. she is, um, she is the lead uh, female, and she's, um, you know, and she has to, you know, 
maneuver relationship in the film between, um, you know, two guys, and mm-hmm. then also, um, you know, to deal with her cousin Ben, who, like I said, uh, who's, who's the lead also, who was in from, uh, from from the Midwest to live with it with her with her and her family. So she really um, deals well with the three guys. She's quite an actress. I mean, she's a she's a real talent, and she has that Bates Motel uh, uh, that she's doing too. So that uh, that's uh, I think uh, probably in the fall. Yeah, I was going to say, and I think this role actually, and I've seen the Transformers, uh, the new one, you know, she's, she's, uh, you know, she's older now, you know, she's 19, but in that film, you know, she's still playing Mark Wahlberg's kid, and even though, you know, she is somebody else's kid, you know, living with her parents in, in this film, it's, it's still more of a little bit of a mature role than, uh, than Transformers was, and I think it's more of a mature role for, for pretty much all four of them, and I think, is Grant the oldest one at, at 24? Yeah, yeah, I, I would say he is. I think um, I think Greg is twenty two. Nicholas nineteen. I don't know Ben's age. I think Ben's also around Greg's age. So yeah, Grant Grant would be um, the senior, the young senior of the group. Yeah. So I, I can't imagine doing uh, you know a role like this. Obviously, I'm no actor, but uh, but having to you know just seeing what they've what they've done with the film, doing this five years ago when I was uh, you know twenty two or twenty three. I mean, it's it's definitely. Yeah, no, uh, it's a, Go ahead. Yeah, it's 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 unbelievable. And they were so they were so great on set. You know, I mean, um, you know, the shoot at some days were was were more trying than others, especially with the the, the party scene, the white party scene. But they were just unbelievable. You can't believe them. They were so professional. You think they'd be they'd been acting for thirty years? <laughs> they just were so calm, so cool, and, and they were just wonderful to work with. Every one of them. It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. I think um, that's definitely going to show on screen for sure. Talking about your past works a little bit, you've been uh, part of comedic movies like The Ten. And like I said before, Harold, and then also more dramatic features like uh, Decent, and uh, now this one with Affluenza. Uh, you know, what genre, what genre do you prefer? Uh, do you have a preference? You know, it's funny. Um, I, I like comedies, and I do like um, based on true story type of films. Um, you know, in this business, it's sometimes you know you have to make what you can't get made, not what you want to get made. Right. Um, but if I prefer, if, if I had my preference, it would be you know comedies and. and you know, true stories. I, I have the rights to Rocky Marciano's uh, life story. Oh, really? Of course, Marciano was a great, yeah, was a great fighter and, mm-hmm. um, you know, retired at 49 and always the only undefeated he- heavyweight champion. Um, but it's a tough film for me to get off the ground, you know, just for a lot of reasons. But um, those are the films I would prefer to do. But again, like I said, sometimes uh, you find a great script that you say, hey, you know what, uh, this, 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 film I, this is a film I need to make. So, um it's it, it's a double-edged sword, but I, if I had my way on everything I could do, would be it'd be basically you know comedies and, and biography. Okay, yeah, because I, I definitely want to check out uh, you know among your other films, but the ten really stuck out to me. Uh, just the cast on it yeah. was alone was amazing. Yeah, we had a good time shooting that. Um, we we just uh, every day you know uh, we got a, we got another you know call from our casting director. This one's on. This guy's on. This guy's on. This guy's on. And it was just a lot of fun because. Um, you know, it was um, it was it was interesting. Some some guys like you know some people like Winona Ryder was on for a good portion of the shoot, but then you, you, you'd go on and, uh, and maybe Jason Sudeikis was only on for three days. But you know, some people were on longer, some people shorter. But it was just it was just a fun shoot because every day somebody else was walking through the door, and um, we had a lot of fun with it. We actually uh, premiered it uh, at the Sundance Film Festival, and uh, it was just um, from day one, it was just a fun experience. And you know, Paul Rudd working with Paul's. Uh, He's great. He's just a wonderful guy and a great talent. And 
you know, David Wayne had directed did such a good job, and you know, Ken, you know, who wrote it, you know. So it was, it was a, it was a nice, uh, it was a whole nice group. It really was. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, I could when I was watching the trailer for it, I, I could tell David Wayne uh, was the director for it because of role models and a lot of the people. Now this came out actually before role models did, but a lot of the people uh, in role models show up in in the ten as well. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know, D- uh, D- David has a uh, and, and Ken Marino, who's his writing partner. Has um you know their favorites that they like to bring around just like I guess you know Adam Sandler has his favorites um, uh, so and he does he he, does, he tries to work with some um, some of the people he's familiar with he gets along with and, and that's talented so he does have a good group and some of that was brought to the from from you know America what out American Summer which um, he brought some of his talent from that to, to to the tent so it really worked out well right and um, you know looking at at now I. I have said this many times. I look at IMDb. I just don't always take it to heart because it's not always right. But looking on there, at least, um, you know, I want to talk a little bit about your future projects. On there, it says uh, Cop Show with Colin Quinn and, and uh, Jerry Seinfeld, and then another one called Juvie. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Cop Show. Colin Quinn um, uh, wrote it, um, directed it, and the star of it, uh, and um, the pilot episode. Uh, you know Jerry's um, Jerry's in, and um, you know he's been very um, very helpful in the project. You know in every which way, and uh, so we're um, you know we're we're moving on that, and we're working on um, uh, you know placing that show now. Okay, yeah, and I saw Tom Papa was listed in the credits somewhere. Yeah, Tom Papa. I lo- he, had, he's uh, hilarious. Nick DiPaolo, yeah, uh, Jim Norton. Robert Kelly. We had a host of. Uh, it was wonderful. We had a bunch <laughs> of the, the comedians, and they and they would just go off in in the middle of shooting, and uh, we we picked up a lot of good stuff. And uh, it's going to be quite a show. I mean, um, you know, you'll, you'll the show hopefully, um, uh, you know, we'll we'll, we'll start regrouping and shooting um, other episodes in the fall. And we got some great stuff. Uh, you know, Colin's written some great stuff, and we have some great people that are going to be on the show. So it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, it says Juvie is still filming. Is that right? Uh, Ju- no, Juvie's now in post. Okay. Um, they have to update their site. Yeah, we just finished shooting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. We got, got, we got to update. We just finished shooting um, about um, about a month ago, and uh, you know that has um, you know Jared Gilman, who uh, was a star of Moonrise Kingdom with with Bruce Willis, who did a great job, and he's the lead. And uh, you know Eric Roberts plays his father, who who's, who's just a great actor. So uh, it was it was a night, it was a wonderful shoot, and that um, is now in post. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I know you, uh, we got to wrap up, but before we get going, we'd like to end our interviews sure. with, with what's called a rapid fire. It's basically just a few quick questions uh, to kind of get to know you personally a little bit better. And, you know, just real quick, uh, first thing that pops into your head, stuff like that. Okay. Sure. Of course, please. Okay. Uh, first one, what would be your favorite piece of technology? I guess it would be the Apple iPhone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was actually... No, because no, I said between that and the iPad, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I live on them, so they, it's, it's a great piece of technology for me. Yeah, I was going to say, because I was talking to somebody about this earlier. Apple kind of invented the smartphone, basically, and, and you know, there some I, I can see them actually eventually playing a little bit of catch-up, maybe, with the droids, because now, you know, they like to stick to their, to their guns, but what they do works, so, I mean, they don't have to change much. Yeah, that's true. It's true, and I, I, I didn't, I didn't love the whole idea originally of a computer with a, t- a phone, but I got used to it, and you know, it, it, it serves its purpose. Yeah, definitely. Um, second question would be: If they made a movie about your life, who would you cast to play you? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, it is a tough one. It's a very tough one. Um, you know, 
who wouldn't want Brad Pitt playing him? You know, there you go. Or if it's, uh, <laughs> if it's a rougher, if it's a rougher side of my character, maybe um, you know Tom Hardy. But uh, oh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, so it depends. But you know, either one would be fun. You actually, it, it's funny because I we don't all, you always ask the same rapid fire questions, so we kind of cycle them around a little bit. And I think this is only the third or fourth time I've asked that, and you're the second person to say maybe Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Tom Hardy doesn't come to everybody's mind, but he's such a, he's, he's a wonderful actor. He is a great actor. He's got a great look. He's got a great look, so, um, you know, he'd be great. Can't go, can't go wrong. Uh, third one. No, what, you definitely can't. What's your favorite TV show of all time? Oh, that's a good one. Well, I love The Odd Couple. Uh, okay. I, I could watch it. I could watch it forever. Um, but I wouldn't sell short, um, any Three Stooges shorts, Abbott and Costello. Or the honeymooners. Okay, all all great answers. Uh, last one for you. If you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? <laughs> Pizza. Pizza. Uh, any particular kind? Uh, I just go with the regular margarita. You know, mozzarella, tomato sauce. Yeah, you and, can't uh, you can't go wrong with that. that that's, that's, yeah, if I had to eat that every day, I think I can live on that. <laughs> and you get you know you kind of hit some of your basic food groups. You get a little vegetable, a little carbs. You know. Little little protein. <laughs> a lot of glu- and a lot of gluten and a lot of gluten. <laughs> a heck of a lot of gluten, yeah. <laughs> All right, Mars. Well, I really want to thank you for joining me. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I enjoyed the show, and um, good luck with uh, everything this summer. Yeah, thank you. Uh, make sure you go see Affluenza releasing this Friday, July 11th. Uh, for more info, you can actually follow the film on Twitter at Affluenza Film. Also, go watch some of Mars's other films too. Like I said, the ten looks fantastic. Um, Thanks for tuning in. You can find more guest spotlights at nextlevelradio.com. I'm Adam Gorey. That wraps up another Next Level Radio guest spotlight. I'll see you next time.